Why would our thoughts be wrong? That's what we think. We think, oh, well, I'm thinking it. It must be true. It's not. Your thoughts are lying to you. Your brain is lying to you. Hello, hello, hola, and what's up? Welcome and welcome back to the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie and I am your host. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 23. So grab a coffee, a tea, a snack, and turn your volume up because for the next half an hour or so, I'm going to be getting a little deeper into this whole change your thinking situation I keep talking about and how changing my thinking was really the best fucking thing I could have ever done as far as healing and recovery, as far as changing my mindset. It really has allowed me to completely change my life. It is the most important thing you can do in order to grow and change your life and actually recover from this incessant fucking addiction or whatever it is that is making you miserable in life. So I'm going to get a little deeper into what exactly I have done, what I keep doing, what you can do, because your thoughts are trying to kill you. And your thoughts are the fucking problem. And if this is the first episode of the Hope Chase podcast you are listening to, welcome and thank you so much for joining the Hope Chase. Who the hell am I? I am Angie and I was a dope fiend for almost 20 fucking years of my life from age 23 to 40 every single day for a long time. And I've been through some shit. I've been homeless. I've suffered multiple overdoses. I spent years going in and out of jail, institutions, detoxes, programs, hospitalizations. I've almost lost limbs. And those are just a few things I've experienced. (laughs) And in November 2019, I put the dope down for the last time. And now I have a podcast and we talk all about it. So welcome and thank you for joining the Hope Chase. So you are sitting there, wherever you may be, thinking about what you want your life to look like, what you want to achieve, what are the things you want to be doing in five years. But then you think, well, I can't do that. Well, that's impossible. I can't accomplish that. I don't have the money to do that. I have kids. I don't have the time. I can't do that. Your thoughts are telling you why you can't do something. Well, I'm here to tell you that your thoughts are lies. (laughs) Your thoughts are not true. Your thoughts are only trying to keep you safe. Your thoughts are keeping you in this comfortable, even though it might be miserable, it is comfortable, and your thoughts are trying to keep you there because your brain doesn't like change. And anything that's different, your brain thinks, is bad. So your brain's going to try to keep you in the same place forever and ever, no matter where it is, good or bad, your thoughts are going to try to keep you there. Or one of the thoughts that I used to tell myself was that I'll never be able to get clean and never be able to live without dope, never be able to live a life free of heroin because I just didn't think I could do it. I thought it was too much work. 
I never had the energy. I just didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to even dream about it because I just didn't think that I could do it. I didn't think I could live up to the task. These thoughts are called limiting beliefs. Everybody has them. No matter if you are in the most perfect situation in life and from every angle, everything seems perfect and happy and everything's great, you still have limiting beliefs. One of the biggest culprits of this in your brain is negative self-talk. What are the things you are telling yourself? The I am statements. Oh, I'm just a sloppy person. Oh, I'm just an anxious person. Oh, I'm just a depressed person. Oh, I'm just a junkie. I'll never be able to get clean. Oh, I'm just not good at math. <laughs> oh, I'm just not good at school. I'll never be able to get my degree. Shit like that are limiting beliefs. When we really look at these beliefs though, and some of it might not be even conscious, some of it might be subconscious. An example of this might be, and I'm just using just a random example. This is the first thing I thought of. But say for instance, and I'm talking to the females. Say for instance, you grew up in a family where your mother didn't work. She wasn't the money earner. She wasn't the breadwinner of the family. This might instill in you, you might grow up with the belief that you as a female can't be the breadwinner of your own family, can't earn a lot of money, can't be successful because that's the environment you grew up in. And it's nobody's fault. These thoughts that we have, whether they're conscious or unconscious, we typically tend to believe them, right? I mean, why would our brain lie to us? Why would our thoughts be wrong, right? That's what we think. We think, oh, well, I'm thinking it. It must be true. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's not. Your thoughts are lying to you. Your brain is lying to you. And if you don't think you can achieve something, you're not gonna be able to do it. You have to believe in yourself first and foremost. And if your brain is telling you you can't do something because of X, Y, Z, whatever the hell the case may be, and you're believing that, you're just not going to be able to do it, right? It is possible to change these limiting beliefs. It is important to identify them, call them out. It is possible to change them, reframe them, and turn them into actually true thoughts, thoughts that we can believe. And when I put the dope down the last time I used, I was still miserable. Even though I had been clean, I was still miserable in my life. And just like I thought I couldn't actually get clean, I didn't think I could actually change my life. I didn't think that it was possible for me to be a happy person, to be a joyful person, for me to actually change my reality. I thought, well, I'm just a negative person. It's not possible for me to have a happy, joyful life. It's not possible for me to achieve the things that I would like to achieve because I'm a junkie. It's just not possible. My life circumstances were too severe. I can't come back from that. What I had to do was I had to, first of all, identify them, call them out. Anytime I was faced with a situation I had fear around, chances are whatever you're scared of is a limiting belief. There's a limiting belief underneath that. 
So say, for instance, my example of changing my life. I had fear around it because it was different, right? It was change. And our brains don't like change. Our brains try to keep us safe. And no matter what the situation may be, even if you're completely fucking miserable like I was, your brain wants to keep you that way because your brain doesn't like change. So your brain will try to tell you whatever the hell it needs to tell you to keep you in the same space. So I had fear around it, right? I had a lot of fear around the change. So what I asked myself is, why am I scared? Well, because nobody likes change. It's uncomfortable. It's different. Something I've never done before. Something I can't predict the outcome of. And is it a true thought? Is it a true fear? Is it a valid thought, a valid fear to have? How do you answer that? Well, I thought about what evidence, what evidence do I have that proves to me that I can't achieve change? What situations in my life prove to me that it's impossible for me to change my life and be happy and not be miserable anymore? I didn't have any evidence of that because I never tried before. So there was nothing in my life that was proving to me that it was impossible. In fact, I had a shit ton of evidence proving to me that it was possible because I've seen people do it. People around me, people get clean and sober and recover and completely change their lives around. That proves to me that it's possible. And in realizing that this fear and these thoughts I was telling myself are not in fact true and they're not valid, in fact, I had evidence to support the possibility of change. Then I would think to myself, well, if I did try, what's the best thing that could happen? What's the best thing that could come of it? Well, duh, <laughs> I could completely change my life. I could end up incredibly happy, tons of gratitude, successful, all the things I wanted out of life. And what's the worst thing that could happen if I actually try to change? Um, nothing. <laughs> what did I have to lose? I had nothing to lose. What's the worst thing that could happen? Absolutely fucking nothing. I had nothing to lose. So why was I so scared? Because my brain, my thoughts were telling me these things, even though they weren't true, just because I was scared of change, just because my brain didn't want to change. And I realized that I actually had nothing to lose. <laughs> I had everything to gain by trying to change my life. And in realizing this, of course, it was like a aha moment, like, holy shit, Ange, this is, this is mind blowing. But that realization is what effectively changes that limiting belief. And one by one, as you go through different situations, different beliefs, you start to realize that most of them, if not all of them, are lies. Your brain is lying to you. And it is possible to do whatever the fuck you want to change your life. It is possible to achieve whatever the hell you want to achieve because your brain is fucking lying to you. <laughs> A lot of times in recovery, we hear the phrase, feelings aren't facts. 
Well, what the hell does that mean? Well, our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our behaviors, which I've said before. But if our thoughts aren't true, what does that mean for the feelings that they're creating? If we can change our thoughts, what does that mean about the feelings? Doesn't that mean that we can change the feelings that we're feeling? Let's say, how long does that feeling last? It doesn't last forever. They're fleeting, right? Especially if you're in early recovery, your freaking feelings are all over the place. You're on a roller coaster. You're up, you're down, you're sideways, you're upside down. Your feelings don't last very long. But what we see all the time are decisions being made based off of feelings. And if our thoughts are creating those feelings and they're not true, well, duh, that means our feelings aren't true either. And we can change that. We have the choice we can choose to change how we feel. I've talked a lot in this podcast about this mind-blowing epiphany moment I had that catapulted this whole change journey that I'm on. The thought that I had was the fact that I was choosing to stay miserable and that I could choose to feel something else. A lot of times people get offended by this and think that I'm saying that you are choosing the situation that you're in. You're choosing your life circumstances. I'm not saying that. Whatever happens that is outside of our control, we can't control that. But what I'm saying is you can choose how you react to that. For example, I was choosing to struggle through each and every day. I was choosing to stay miserable every single day. My parents had died a year before. It had been maybe even over a year since they died. I wasn't using dope, so I didn't even have a habit. I wasn't addicted to anything, so I couldn't blame the addiction. I had nothing to blame my misery on. And it hit me. Oh, shit, Ange. You are choosing to fucking be miserable. And if you really want to change, if you don't want to be miserable anymore, you have the power to choose to feel something else. And that goes for all of us. Also, a little fun fact for you. <laughs> I learned that Buddha actually had the exact same epiphany that I had. That dude, he went and sat under that tree for whatever amount of time and meditated. The epiphany that he had was that people were choosing their realities. People were choosing their feelings and that we can choose to feel something else. In fact, we can create our own reality based on the fact that we can choose our feelings. Another thing I did to really challenge these limiting beliefs and change my thinking was I had to look at the way I spoke about my life out loud, in public, around other people. This goes along with what I talked about in episode 20, I believe it was, changing the language that we use. Stop complaining. Stop talking about your problems all the time. And also, stop the way you're talking about your life with other people. This is something I did all the time. I'm a wicked sarcastic person. And I used to always say things like, this is my life. Why would it work out? Yep, just another day in my life things along those lines. And even though I was being sarcastic and I wasn't 100% serious, my brain doesn't know the difference. 
your brain doesn't know the difference between when you're joking and when you're serious. Your brain doesn't know the difference between fantasy and reality. So why the hell would it know whether or not you're joking? So when I was saying these things and being sarcastic or trying to be funny, talking to other people in my life, my brain hears me talk about that and takes it as fact. Doesn't know that I'm joking. How the hell can your brain know that you're joking? So me saying, oh, this is my life. Welcome to my life. Just another day in my life. That is all saying to my brain that I was accepting the misery, that I was accepting the way my life was, that this is how my life is and it's unchangeable and this is just how it is forever. I had to change the way I spoke. I had to stop saying those things. And now I can't even, I can't even, even if I'm trying to be incredibly funny, incredibly sarcastic, but it is uncomfortable now for me to even think about those things because I'm like, oh shit, I don't want my brain to hear it. <laughs> Because it does make a huge difference. It does make an impact on your brain. Another thing that has helped me completely change my thinking and challenge these limiting beliefs is listening to affirmations. Now, before, <laughs> before you say, absolutely not, that's weird, it's cringy, it's corny, I thought the same thing. I didn't really want anything to do with affirmations. And I'm not saying that you have to stand in a mirror and tell yourself, I love you 20 million times a day, but that does actually help. What I did was I would put on an affirmations track. They have tons of them on YouTube. I'd play it in the background while I was doing other things. I still do this while I'm cleaning, while I'm journaling, while I'm cooking, and just listen to those in the background. And if we're busy doing something else, what happens is those affirmations, whatever's being played in the background, is being absorbed by our subconscious brain, which is where most of these limiting beliefs and all this shit comes from. So it's being absorbed like a sponge into our subconscious brain. And all of these positive things, these great affirmations that are being spoken are getting into our brain. So if you don't want to say them yourself, which actually do help, and I have to admit that after listening to them a million times, it does really help to say them to yourself. You don't have to do it 50 million times a day, or you don't have to stand in the mirror and stare at yourself, whatever you're comfortable doing. But they do help, and I strongly suggest you try it. Even the content that you're consuming, the TV you're watching, the movies you're watching, the Netflix that you're watching, even this shit can influence your brain, influence your thoughts. I'm not saying you have to drastically change and stop watching your favorite movies, but what I'm saying is be conscious and aware of what you're spending your time consuming. The content on social media, what are you watching? It was important for me to watch YouTube videos and I did a lot of research and I watched a lot of videos and I taught myself the ins and outs of all of this shit because I'm a dork like that and <laughs> I like to spend hours reading and watching and learning. I think that's the Virgo in me, but I digress. 
But when you are watching and consuming positive things, when you are seeing people actually doing what you want to do, rather than surrounding yourself with people who are in the same place that you are, it can be incredibly difficult to stay in that positive change-oriented mindset. A huge piece of this is the people you surround yourself with. I essentially stopped hanging out with everybody. And honestly, I can't really say that I did it because I wanted to free myself of the chaos and negativity. I essentially did it in the beginning just because I didn't want to go out, because I couldn't go out, because I was too depressed to go out. And as a result, any and all of those relationships or acquaintances just kind of fizzled out of my life. And this is why it's so important to set boundaries and to separate yourself from people who just can't offer anything good to your life. I understand that it's incredibly difficult. Sometimes you have the best of friends in your circle, and sometimes those people are in the same situations as you and having similar problems, stuck in similar situations. But it's very, very important to separate yourself from that. And once you start to change, reframing your brain, challenging these beliefs, you're going to realize that you deserve better. You're going to realize that surrounding yourself with that energy only brings you down. And what happens nine times out of 10 is when you start to change, you essentially grow out of these people. Think about it. If you're doing amazing and everything in your life is going great, why in the hell do you want to spend all of your time with people who complain all the time, people who are miserable? You don't want to do that. And how many times, if you are in that situation, how many times do other people bring you down? How many times do you enter a situation in a good mood and because someone else is in a bad mood, you end up in a bad mood? That is something that is in your power to change. It is in your power to change your surroundings, to change the people you surround yourself with. And anything and everything that is in your power to do, I suggest doing because it's only going to help you along the way. And stop gossiping. Stop talking shit about people. We all do it. I did it. People say they don't do it. They're lying. <laughs> but I'm saying consciously make an effort to stop doing it. I don't talk about people anymore. I don't even bring names up. I don't speak about anybody else but myself anymore. Because none of it matters. None of it matters. So why are you bringing that kind of energy? Why are you speaking that kind of language? Why are you talking like that about somebody else? when the only person that you really need to be thinking about is yourself. All of these things that I just talked about, I have done and continue to do. This journey is never over, it is ongoing. But if you really want to change your thinking, if you really want to change your mindset, it is important to do these things, it is important to take control of what you can control because some of it is just out of our control. A lot of times we don't even know what's being absorbed by our brain. That's why it's so important 
to control what we can, and that is our environment, what we listen to, what we say. We can control those things. And I promise you, if you do these things, you will see a dramatic shift, a dramatic difference, a dramatic change in your thinking. So that's it. That's all for today, folks. <laughs> I hope it made sense. I hope, I hope that some of it helps. I hope all of it helps. I hope you take this information and use it to your advantage. I hope all of the good things <laughs> and much, much more. Don't forget to follow this podcast from whatever platform you are listening from so that you can get the notifications every Tuesday when new episodes drop. Leave a rating and a review from whatever platform you are listening from because it greatly helps this podcast to be noticed by the bigger platforms out there. And wouldn't it be lovely if this podcast ended up on some great list <laughs> in the Apples or the Googles or the Spotify's? That would be amazing. And don't forget to follow along on all the social medias. I now have a Facebook and I now have a Twitter. Oh my goodness. We're doing big things. <laughs> At the Hope Chase Pod on all the platforms, on all the things. Make sure to follow along. And the YouTubes. How could I forget about the YouTubes? At the Hope Chase on the YouTubes. I started to post the audio of episodes 1 through 22 on YouTube. Please let me know if that is something that you continue to be interested in. I'm going to do it anyways because I know a lot of people just like YouTube other than using other platforms. So make sure to keep your eye out for those. And also, I always forget to mention this, you can support this podcast. You can offer a monetary donation, any and all donations go directly to helping me grow and continue the success of this podcast and I greatly appreciate any and all donations I thank you in advance if you feel called to do so so once again thank you so much for joining the hope chase today this is the hope chase podcast I am Angie and welcome to the shit show see you next time